He knows exactly what it's like to lose someone he loves. Be very careful with the next thing you say. Isn't that right? Batman. Now how many dead eyes can you look into before you die inside yourself? I've been dead inside a long time. You won't kill me. I'm your best friend. You need me to help you undo this world you created by letting her die. So as usual, I'll be the bigger man. A truce, Bruce. But all you have to do is tear a nap, and I'm happy to discuss with you in any way like why you sent a boy wonder to do a man's job. I'm doing doing good. Uh, I've been doing a lot of my stretches, um, and I'm feeling okay. limber and ready nice. to go. Yeah, it's good to feel limber before the podcast. Yeah, what I like to do is I like to do some deep knee bends, which helps relieve any gas that I've got built up. <laughs> um, the, the only thing more embarrassing than stuttering over my words and saying, um, 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 is, is letting a, a, just a hot toot rip just right on right. <laughs> right into the microphone I would, yeah i would oh god i would be mortified if i just accidentally let a hot toot go right while <laughs> yeah. i was uh right while we were recording yeah during talk a nice about egg laugh. on your face yeah all right well hello folks and after a little fart talk here to begin the episode uh we want to welcome you to what we're pretty sure is episode eight yeah of left unread yeah i think that's of- about right for whatever reason, the two of us mess up almost every single time when yeah. we write out our, our line notes. Uh, but this one is called the Snyder Cut in the DCEU. Yes. Uh, and so you might be take... thinking <laughs> to yourself, gonna... that, that's not 2,000 years old. Um, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, we decided to take a little bit, a little break from our uh, our buddy Tiberius to go yeah. through some absolutely dog shit movies. Yeah, we're just this, <laughs> is, this is the one for us. You know, they say they do they say do seven for them, do one for you. So yeah, so we watched uh, about seven dog shit movies for us. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. Altogether, we we did. Um, yeah, not quite. I mean, so. Uh, so I know that uh, I, uh, you know, I was a group group texting with some of my friends, and we were really excited for the Snyder Cut of the Justice League. Yeah, I don't we're know why. Because it, it was just going to be like total like hot dog shit. 
And, were you um, were you excited because it was going to be bad, or were you did you oh, think yeah. it was going to maybe be good? Oh no, no! I watched in preparation. I watched Suicide Squad before this, which was one of the most offensive movies I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, like, offensively I was, bad. Yeah, I mean, like with that one, I was honestly um almost beside myself with what I was putting myself through. <laughs> yeah, so at your request, uh, I got home from work last night at like 10 o'clock, yeah. and I watched the entirety of Suicide Squad before And then bed. you texted me like rape when I woke up too. Dude, I Like had... I woke up and you were texting me like that movie was fucking awful. It was so bad, and I had weird yeah. dreams afterwards and like... <laughs> It, 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 it really screws with you. It's not, um, it's not, sorry, I just got a notification that Big Daddy Kane is live on Instagram, so nice. I might actually have to just watch that instead okay. of, um, so you keep going, I'm going to go watch yeah. Big Daddy Kane. No, but so, um, yeah, we, uh, that, that movie in particular was really bad, and I also watched the Snyder Cut. Um, yeah. So I feel prepared. And then I, I watched, like, most of Aquaman, which was, like, okay. Yeah, I haven't seen that one. Yeah. And then Kristen and I, uh, my girlfriend, have, have started watching. We're going to try to watch every Marvel Cinematic Universe yeah. movie. So we watched, we watched Iron Man 1 the other day, which yeah. I know is a different universe. But uh, yeah. I'm, like, this, that is more superhero movie than I've watched. Yeah. I don't like superhero movies, which is fucking kind of weird, but yeah. I usually right. think they're stupid. Yeah. So, so before we get too into it, uh, we'll we'll save our we'll save our thoughts when we get to them. Uh, Cam, I believe we have a couple of sponsors for today's episode. Yeah, I'm actually really excited. So I was contacted. We actually have have two new sponsors today, um, which is great. I mean, it's it's I mean, blessed, right? Hashtag blessed. Yeah, um, hashtag blessed. And and funnily enough, they're kind of both relevant to. Um, it's sort of like Law and Order. They're both sort of ripped from the headlines. So, um, all right. So first off, there's I guess there's a new breakfast cereal uh, from the kind people at Admiral's Grist. Um, what did they? So start your day off right with the tastiest cereal on land or sea. It's all <laughs> it's all new honey bunches of crab meat with almonds. Combine crispy honey-kissed cornflakes, crunchy oat clusters, and savory Old Bay butter-basted lump Chesapeake Bay blue crab, now with the added delight of toasted almonds, all part of a balanced breakfast. Available now wherever cereal and fresh seafood is sold. But hey, don't be shellfish. Make sure you get enough for the whole family. That's right. That's uh, Admiral Grist's honey bunches of crab meat, now with almonds. Yeah, and folks, I have a I have a bowl of this to start my day every day. Yeah, and, absolutely. Um, so we're really excited to to pump up that that product. But yeah, let's hear number two. Almost nobody that I know has tried it, which is a real shame. Yep. Um, yes. Oh, and so then next uh, is is another fun one. Um, something that I've been really sad about is all the theme parks that have had to close due to uh, COVID nineteen. Um, and so luckily, one of my favorites has just uh, gotten back up and running. Um, so today's episode is also sponsored by the newly renovated and reopened Azigthoth's Mountains of Madness theme park and day spa. Lose your mind, and maybe your lunch, on Cthulhu's <laughs> Vortex of Insanity roller coaster. You can splash the heat away while you honor the Deep Ones at the Harbor of Innsmouth Water Park. And now, lay prostrate before the King in Yellow and surrender to the eternal malign will of the dead city of Carcosa our brand new state-of-the-art massage parlor and total relaxation facility. 
For a great time you'll never forget, or at least for as long as your fragile mind lasts, come on down to Azigthoth's Mountains of Madness, route, <laughs> exit 13 off of U.S. Route 66. And yeah, big thanks to them. We, we don't get yeah. out that way very often, but um, it's always fun to go there and get one of those big old uh, octopus corn dogs they serve. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, great. Yeah, I can't can't wait to take the family there. Yeah, we'll be, well, I can't wait to have a family and then take them there. Yeah, yeah. First, first, uh, I have a few steps before. So, ladies, them. if anybody's interested in breeding with Evan for the purposes <laughs> of starting a family, we are of prime reproductive age. Our sperm are swimming well, strong and straight. Yeah. Evan eats I'm bison kinda meat. Old. <laughs> Evan eats bison meat, which, as we all know, leads to straight, strong sperm. All right, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, I'm um, just proud of my friend. I just am trying to talk you up, yeah. dude. I'm proud of your sperm. You can consider consider me and my sperm talked up. <laughs> so, uh, so as we began before, we let's get into a little bit of the background. I have unfortunately seen every single Marvel movie, which is something I did uh, about three years ago now. When I was on disability from work for an injury, I thought, well, I'm fucking sitting here for like 10 weeks. I may right. as well do something. And I watched all of those films, uh, just completely smoothed my brain during them. <laughs> just like popped out all the ridges, lost basically all of the information I've gathered throughout my life. Yeah, so anyway, this um, while the Marvel Cinematic Universe is generally uh, widely... Uh, beloved, and it does have a few movies in it that I actually enjoy. Like I think Infinity War is legitimately good. I like Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, I saw that one. TD. Yeah, that one's great. The I first saw Black two Panther Thor and Thor Ragnarok, and those were cool. Yeah. I fell asleep during Infinity War. Yeah, Infinity War is cool. Endgame I thought was uh, almost unbearable. Yeah, I have uh, no idea. Yeah, but uh, the two Spider-Man ones are pretty cool too. But. A lot of them, like, Age of Ultron was just, like, I wanted to rip my teeth out while watching it. Mm. But regardless, they're generally considered to be very good films, and they have a clear uh, a clear creative force mm -hmm. under, uh, whatever, however you pronounce his name, Kevin Feige or whatever. Uh, however, for the DCEU, they've been much more fraught and uh, have gone through, like, insane production cycles. Um, changing directors, like lots of cooks in the kitchen for a lot of these. Really, they're just films by uh, by focus group at certain points. Yeah, and it really it really seems pretty clear just from the few that I've seen that there's just a room full of rich folks scrambling to try to compete. They've got an equally impressive IP in the DC expanded universe, which is cool, right? You've got like and Superman. honestly, probably cooler than Marvel. Like, I was never yeah. a big comic book kid. Like, I liked Captain America, but I probably was more into DC. I didn't really read a ton, but like, I really like Batman. Yeah, who doesn't, you know? right? Batman's, yeah. I think, every kid's favorite superhero. Um, well, maybe not anymore because Marvel's stepped in, but. I mean, growing up, like Superman, Batman, The Flash, Green Lantern, the Aquaman, Soviet version of Wonder Superman Woman. too. Oh my God! Yeah, so that's yeah. one of my favorite comic books. I, I went through a phase yeah. in college where I was pirating and reading a lot of comic books, and yeah. um, Superman Red Sun rocks. It's yeah, like, Red Sun. Yeah, yeah. And so, okay, so it's fair to note that DC has a range of like wildly successful animated feature films that are like yeah. all awesome, and those are. So I'll, I'll mention that again in a little bit, but they've okay. made an animated film of Superman Red Sun that like slaps. It's completely yeah. awesome. Um, something about the live action movies they just like can't figure yeah. out. Yeah, 
Yeah, and actually one of the rich people that that's guiding them, which I fucking love, is goddamn Steve Mnuchin. I know. Like the Mnuchiniverse, dude. Like. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's insane to me because uh, I had no idea that he was a film producer, and I, I only sort of knew him, I guess, as well as anyone is aware of who the Secretary of the Treasury is. Yeah, and if you look it up, dude, he's produced so many fucking movies. Yeah. Like, the list is enormous, yeah. and they're, like, almost 100% dog shit. Yeah, yeah. And I remember and, uh, hearing about his wife's movie. Yeah, that one I really want to see. Yeah. The, the ultimate auteur film, yeah. uh, Miyu Madness. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's but, a story for another day. We might have to yeah. watch that one. I know, yeah, I do, dude. I do too. But uh, So the MCU began in 2008 with Iron Man, as you said before. And they actually uh, released five films before doing their first team-up, which was The Avengers. Mm -hmm. uh, two Iron Man films, and now the three other assholes. Uh, which included Edward Norton as the Incredible Hulk, who they had to immediately replace. Now, the DCEU was planned initially to launch in 2011 after the massive success of the early MCU films. Uh, however, they chose the uh, Ryan Reynolds-led Green Lantern in which they attempted to not only set up the Grand Lantern mythology, but also set up the DC universe uh, from a position of catching up to the timeline the MCU was on. For instance, Green Lantern introduced Amanda Waller, who is a character from Suicide Squad, and they would actually recast her once they rebooted the DCEU after only one film. Mm. And uh, I've never seen it, but apparently its tone was all over the place, and a lot of it was influenced by the goofiness of the MCU. The MCU has like a largely very like upbeat tone. It's kind of like the Super Best Friends Club, right? And also, it was already a universe-wide conflict, which kind of made it difficult to grow the scope of the problems that were facing the characters. My cat has something to say about that. Yeah, well, tell him to <laughs> shut the fuck up. Okay, yeah. this is important. Yeah. So, owing to the failure of the Green Lantern, uh, its being the start of the DCE was scrapped in favor of launching. Man of Steel and Batman vs. Superman Dawn of Justice, both created Oof. or at least directed by infamous director Zack Snyder, uh, who is most notable for his, which I didn't realize until researching this, he was the one who did the remake of George Romero's Dawn of the Dead. Yeah, I, I remember seeing that movie. It was like, yeah. all right. Yeah, I mean, I, I had uh, I had a zombie face when I was like 15 where yeah, who didn't? I was buying as much of those films as I could, so I have that one still. Yeah, it's uh, not I bad. I didn't realize... Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's a fine film. Uh, it was released... That was released in 2004, and then, of course, he did uh, th the 300 and Watchmen adaptations uh, right after that. That was in 2007 and 2009. Yeah. Which, which I, you uh, know what? Both cool films, I think, for what they yeah. are. Yeah. Who didn't like yeah. 300 when that came out? I mean, that was like every high school boy's yeah. wet dream. I know. I was like 16 years old when yeah. it came out. Yeah, it was sweet. And then... Um, 16 or 17, but... Watchmen... I I know Watchmen gets some hate as a movie, but I like yeah. the movie Watchmen. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of it comes from the fact that, like, Zack Snyder is, like, an Ayn Rand objectivist. Yeah. And, like, a very right-wing reactionary, and Watchmen is made by fucking Alan Moore. Yeah. Which is, like, this, like, huge seminal piece of, like, le like leftist, like, I don't even know, like, comic books. But, you know, Alan Moore is very, very leftist in his worldview, and Zack Snyder kind of... Uh, I feel like missed the point on a lot of that, so he thought. Yeah. Uh, he thought it was actually cool and good that Rorschach was the way that he was when it was supposed to be kind of a criticism. Right. Yeah, Rorschach. I mean, Rorschach's an awesome character, but like he is like a fascist. Oh Nazi. yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Uh, 
that characterization definitely gets sort of twisted into being sort of like a tragic anti-hero. I think yeah. a little more than it's supposed to. I mean, he's supposed to be sad. You're supposed to feel bad for him. But yeah. um, but a lot of people are like, damn, he's cool. I want to be like him. Yeah. <laughs> no, you don't want to be like Rorschach. He's, a, yeah. he's essentially a, a stormtrooper. Yeah. And uh, also, just as a note, uh, it appears as though our man uh, Zack Snyder is going back into the zombie genre with a new zombie heist film fuck yeah which is dude coming out on netflix uh, uh this year which will also have a prequel and an anime style tv series uh to expand the franchise zombie heist yeah that sounds awesome dude i hope that it has uh i hope that it has um uh jaden smith in it <laughs> well i'm not sure that it does but I, I hope it does too yeah i hope it does yeah, so now when the MCU began its rollout, uh, it was in defined groupings of films, Phase 1, Phase 2, so on and so forth, and eventually they, they called the first round the Infinity Saga. There were solid performances from the first two Iron Man films and The Incredible Hulk, despite needed, uh, needing to immediately recast Bruce Banner, whereas the DCEU fell on its face with Green Lantern, requiring that film to immediately be retconned out of the cinematic universe in favor of the entrance of Zack Snyder. And Man of Steel and Batman vs. Superman. Right. Also, interestingly, as recently as two years ago, the actor Mark Strong, who played Sinestro or whatever in Green Lantern, he claims Green Lantern is still a DCEU film. Uh, this despite him playing a different role in the film Shazam. Hmm. He says this while acknowledging that Sinestro will likely be recast whenever the new Green Lantern comes out, which he, quote, thinks is going to be rebooted. So I don't, I don't really know what he means by any of that. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't see Green Lantern. I didn't see Shazam. I heard Shazam was actually pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I, just for reference, we're going to end this history at, like, Justice League and then, like, switch to the Snyder Cut. I haven't watched any one since then. doesn't really matter. Got it. it. <laughs> but, so, finally, the DCEU is actually launched in 2013 with the horrendous movie Man of Steel, Sorry, uh, Henry Cavill as Kal-El, yeah. Superman, and it's directed by Zack Snyder. So now, I haven't rewatched it since, but I actually saw this in theaters in 2013 with a girl I was dating at the time, and we saw it in 3D, and I remember almost nothing except, like, at one point you see an image of Christopher Reeves in Superman's contrail, and also, about halfway through the film, I just had to take the 3D glasses off because it was so, like, brutal. Like, what was going on for my eyes. I just had to take them on and deal with, like, the look of it after that. I just could yeah. not wear them anymore. Now, I feel like I saw that movie, too, also with yeah. my awful ex-girlfriend. Did did we, <laughs> we see, didn't see it, it with... We didn't see it together. No, this was separately. I saw it with uh, my uh, my ex-girlfriend and one of her friends. Gotcha. Yeah. I know I saw it, and I, I also don't remember anything, but I remember hating it. I remember the next yeah. one, though. Yeah, and also, like, it was, like, a shocking amount of uh, of collateral damage in that movie. It was, like, 10 or 11, 9-11s happening, like, now, every few minutes. It was just, like, insane amount of destruction. What was the... So, okay, so I remember Superman Returns, right, which was with, uh, not with, with, uh, uh not with Henry Cavill. It was yeah, with that other was guy, before, Brandon Roof, yeah. who yeah, did yeah, one. Yeah. And I remember that the plot of that was, like, it was Kevin Spacey was, yeah. Uh, yeah, he Lex, was Lex Luthor, and he, yeah. he wanted to, like, destroy part of Gotham and, like, 
make a bunch of crystals come out of the ocean and then build new real estate on the crystals. As and, like, do. that was sort of the plot. Um, that was not this. this no, no, I know. Was... And that's, like, a remarkably dumb idea. And and I remember that. Yeah, and so the fact one... that I can't even remember, like, what was, what was, what was Man Zod. of Steel about? So General Zod, from what I remember, General Zod came to Earth and yeah. he was like, fuck this place. I'm going to terraform it. And, right, Superman is his son, right? I think, right? No, Kal-El Superman's dad is Jor-El. General Zod oh, yeah, Jor-El, is just yeah. another Kryptonian. He's just yeah, a... Yeah, and so, yeah, so Superman has to fight and kill him while, like, the terraforming process starts in Metropolis. And like I said, it is just, like, insane. Yeah. <laughs> the collateral damage. It is f- fucking nuts. So, you know, well, Superman probably wins, I'm guessing. Yeah, because General Zod is... Uh, his corpse in Batman versus Superman becomes the um, thing, that like mutant thing. Oh, they turn it into uh, Doomsday. I don't know what it's called. It's called Doomsday, and that I was really know. stupid. We'll get to that. I'm assuming. Yeah. All right. So uh, apparently, one of the early pitches for this Superman, which was not by Snyder, was that it would have been a trilogy, released in successive years. Which, my God, man, like. I can't even imagine how horrific that would have been. So the final product was a non-linear storyline for some reason, Man of Steel, and it was co-written by Christopher Nolan. So of course it's non-linear. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I can't make a linear. Oh, I'm mad at Christopher Nolan. I saw that movie Tenet. That's that's yeah, I another still one. Seen it. That's a steaming pile of dog shit. I don't fucking. I mean, care like most of his shit is honestly steaming piles of dog shit. Yeah, but it's usually like got redeemable qualities, right? Like Inception, everybody was yeah. all about that movie, and it's a likable yeah, movie, cool. and yeah, it's, it's cool likable largely because the cast is good, right? And it's got yeah. Leo, and it's it, it, it kind of like if you dig too deep into most of his sort of metaphysical stuff, you're gonna find holes to poke. But yeah. I don't know. It was fine. And, yeah, I and mean, then, my my problem with him, especially with the Dark Knight movies, is um. But he, he just has, like, horrendous reactionary right-wing politics. Like, the Di- the Dark Knight series is basically just, like, Bush-era expansion of state power propaganda. You know what I mean? Right. Like, there's all sorts of suspensions of habeas corpus, illegal extraditions from China, mass surveillance programs, cop worship, and, I mean, just the entire thing is just, like, neocon yeah. propaganda. Yeah, that's that. which also makes, makes me think of... So I was telling you I just watched Iron Man 1... Yeah. And that's like oh, the yeah. same thing. Iron Man one. Oh, is Marvel like the, is a hundred percent State Department yeah. propaganda. And and especially that it's it was so on the nose. Uh, I feel like it's gotten diluted a little bit in terms of like how direct the message is. But Iron Man one is literally just like like what if um and what if the um and what if the richest man in 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 the world um and he uh he made a a weapon and and he could even um he could even kill Bin Laden, yeah. and like that's and just the actually, whole movie. And it's actually very cool and good to outsource our national yeah. defense to for-profit industries. There's like a like a brief scene where he's like <laughs> that, this that in we Afghanistan fund with taxpayer money, and like his buddy who's like just in the air force or whatever calls him and is like, "Hey man, you're not supposed to be there." And he's like, "Ha cool, got it." And then like that's the whole way yeah. that they address like how fucked up it is that just like one guy is making a decision to go and like fuck up a a, a country in the Middle East. Yeah. And I mean, they obviously make it pretty hard to hate him. Like they they turn everything kind of black and white. But yeah, yeah, it's 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 insane. And that movie is like the quintessential post nine eleven um, yeah. military masturbatory explosion fest. 
It's hysterical. Like yeah. once you like kind of realize that that's what's going on with those movies, like they're not just stupid movies. It's like, yeah. fuck, like this shit's just like straight up propaganda. What if Jeff Bezos <laughs> used his money to to make a robot suit, and then and 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 and, yeah. and then and, and, and he could even <laughs> kill Saddam Hussein? Yeah, <laughs> that's the whole fucking movie. Yeah, but so directors were uh, considered for Man of Steel. Uh, these included Matt Reeves. Who did the American version of uh, Let the Right One In? That one let me in. Yeah, who gives I a fuck? I didn't think was good. Yeah, who gives a shit? I, that sucks. I, know. I love Let the Right One In. Yeah, it's a great movie. Uh, it's Darren one of those Ar- examples where it's like, we don't need a shot-for-shot English-language remake. Just watch the original one with subtitles movie. or dub yeah, it. It's like, you know? There's not even that much dialogue in Let the Right One In. You yeah, don't have to read plus, much. Like, that movie came out in like 2005. Like It's not yeah, like it's th- some old, grainy low-budget piece of shit. It's a great flick that's totally up-to-date and just watch it. Yeah, that it. the American one came out, like, five years later. Yeah, stupid. It's like, like Old stupid. Boy. Like, that's another one. It's like... Oh, yeah. Listen, well, they're man. gonna do Train to Busan, too. What was it? They're gonna do Train to Busan, too. Really? Yeah. Is it still gonna be called Train to Busan, or are they gonna call it, like, Train to fucking Chicago? How are they gonna call it Train to Anything? There's no high-speed rails in America. I know, that's actually hilarious. <laughs> oh my god, they're gonna have to call it, like, 500 people driving individually to Chicago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 500 just people commute, in their Yeah, commute SUVs to Chicago, dude. Driving to Chicago. It's just, just going to be, yeah, like, I don't know. Man. As they please, making stops along the way. Yeah. Yeah, so where, Dar- what the fuck? Oh, man, that's just... Okay, I can't even go off on that tangent. Because you're yeah. right. How can they even make a train movie? We don't even... Oh, okay. Sorry. We don't do trains, man. We don't even do but, that. Uh, uh, so Darren Aronofsky was in the, the conversation at one point. Uh, ben Affleck, too, uh, who would go on to become Batman. He was in uh, at one point in talks to direct. I love uh, Ben Affleck as Batman. Can I just say that? Yeah, me too. I, I love the idea really of, like, good. what if Batman smoked cigarettes? I'm super into yeah. it. Yeah. What what if Batman was a Boston guy? (laughs) (laughs) Dude, Batman. Oh man, Uh, are we gonna talk about Suicide Squad? Like, is that like okay? Yes. Then I'll just shut the fuck up. Yeah. Because I got Uh, stuff to say about that. I I took a lot of sanity point uh, damage with that movie. (laughs) But uh, apparently, Guillermo del Toro turned the role down, which honestly is probably a good thing for. Yeah. uh, He's too. He's too cool. He he is the. Also, but he's also the king of, like, starting projects and being like, actually, I'm bored now. Bye. You know what, though? Uh, you know what's a project of his that got rebooted recently? It's a, I guess you could call it a superhero movie. I'm a huge fan of the two Del Toro Hellboy movies. I think those are, like, yeah. hidden gems. I think they're awesome. Yeah, the new one was supposed to be terrible. Yeah, they, like, rebooted it with uh, that dude from Stranger Things, which yeah, fine. Yeah, he's in good, everything now. Yeah. Why, did we not, why couldn't we just still have Ron Perlman? Ron Perlman Hellboy is, like, I've, I've seen... Hellboy 1 and 2, probably yeah. more than any other non-Lord of the Rings movies I saw at life. least one of them, and I think maybe two, or both of them, in theaters with my dad when I was a kid. And exactly. Yeah, both of us liked it. Yeah, they were awesome movies. They're so good, and I encourage yeah. you to revisit them, uh, especially Hellboy 1. Hellboy 1 is a fucking banger. That movie rocks. Yeah. Uh, so, Man of Steel was eventually released for lack, uh, to lackluster reviews. Uh, again, it was two and a half hours long. I don't know why all of these movies are so fucking long. Oh, it's a like it is it is insane. And like I said, there's like multiple 9/11 level like events happening within the city of Metropolis during it. It's like stunning. Uh, <laughs> Welcome I, to Metropolis. A 9/11 a minute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every is it a day, bird? Five is it a plane? <laughs> yeah. I, we're not even. Gonna, I'll just leave that one where it is. Yeah. So the the studio was encouraged by how well. 
Man of Steel did, and they greenlit the DCEU. So at this point, they were still on, on the fence. Right. So David Goyer, who co-wrote Man of Steel and Snyder, were attached to create a Man of Steel sequel in a Justice League film. However, the former would be scrapped to make room for the latter. And there's uh, also currently some sort of sequel or reboot being developed that may or may not be in the DCEU. And it's being created by Shocker Radio J.J. Abrams and uh, Tana Hesey Coates. And this would feature a black Superman uh, possibly introducing Val Zod. This well, Ta-Nehisi un- Coates is awesome. He's, um, yeah. that could be cool. Yeah. And it's unclear how this would impact Henry Cavill's future as Superman or what. Yeah. But. Well, I can tell you right now that the internet's going to fucking explode if they make Superman black. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's yeah. going to be the most uh, depressing and obnoxious thing in the world. And, yeah. I, you know, I've always taken the stance, like, I don't really give a fuck. Like, there are so many good actors and actresses that if they if they can sell it, like, make I'm a sorry, movie. Most of these characters were written in, like, the 50, the mid-50s, yeah. the 40s, 60s, when they were just all white guys. It's Who boring. Gives a fuck? Like, one thing like, that I liked about um, the Aquaman with, uh, what's his name there, is that they, they made him mixed race, right? Like, his yeah. mom is Nicole Kidman, and then they had his dad was Temuera, uh, Temuera Morrison, who plays Django Fett slash Boba Fett. Yeah. You know, and so he is, like, because in real life, he is he's of mixed uh, Polynesian heritage. So yeah. Aquaman, they're like, yeah, you know what? Aquaman's going to be a brown guy, and, like, here's why. Like, and they just yeah. put that in the movie, and, like, that's cool. So, like, who gives a shit, right? Like, yeah, who cares? Let's, uh, let's have a black I'm, Superman. Henry, Henry, I, I love Henry Cavill. How many of him do you need? You know, yeah. <laughs> but, so anyway, that's Man of Steel, and now let's move on to <sighs> Superman versus Batman, Dawn of Justice. Or this movie Batman I kind of remember. Superman. I saw this movie super, super stoned with my cousin <laughs> in theaters. <laughs> Nice. And, uh, yeah, it, it's such ass. It's so bad. I mean, honestly, like, so I never watched the original one. I have, I watched the Ultimate Edition on TV, but I was kind of just doom scrolling on my phone, not really paying attention. So last night, and then I finished it today after work, I watched it again. And I'm going to be honest, I think it's decent. It's one of the better ones, for sure, in this entire series so far. So... And that one's three hours long, the Ultimate Edition. They, mm. they had to tack on more. But I think it's a decent film, at least until the last act. The last yeah. act's really bad. The yeah. first two, I actually think, are a pretty good movie. So this one would introduce two new superheroes. Fucking second film, dude. Let's add two more main yeah. characters. Uh, and this would be uh, Wonder Woman and Batman. Now, Wonder Woman is played by... Everybody pronounces it Gal Gadot, but... She's yeah. Israeli, not French. It's Gal Gadot, right? No, it's 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 it's, I think it's something like Gal Gadot. Yeah. Well, the T's pronounced. Yeah, but it's not pronounced like. T- it's pronounced like yeah, a. Like it's but Gadot. yeah, it's like Gadot. Yeah, not like something waiting like for Gadot. Yeah. Which I yeah. hear people say all the time, like Gal Gadot. But yeah. Regardless, uh, she plays Wonder Woman, and Ben Affleck, as Cam and I have both said, that we actually like Boston guy Batman. He plays Batman, and also briefly, Ezra Miller and Jason Momoa are introduced as the Flash and Aquaman. They had to like add in two more, like real, real quick. Yeah, and see, here's the thing. So, just really quickly, as a note, like I'm f- totally fine with every single casting decision they've yeah. made in these movies. Oh, and, they, and the, yeah, the giving, casting's like, good. People are giving Gal a lot of shit, like saying she's a bad actress online and stuff. She's fine. Like I think Wonder she's Woman's fine. cool. She, she she can't get rid of the accent, so they've just made all of the other Amazonians. Well, have they're supposed to be. A they're Greek. Accent. They're like Greek. Yeah, but that's not a Greek accent. 
No, sure, right. <laughs> That's it's just, just her sort of a, It's a Mediterranean something yeah. or other. Um, yeah. And, like, I'm I'm honestly fine with Ben Affleck as Batman. It seems a little yeah, silly, like, but whatever. Like, I like Ben it. Affleck. And yeah. Jason Momoa rocks. Ezra Miller, who I didn't really know, but yeah, um, I think fine. Flash is, like, one of the best characters in this dog shit series. So. Yeah. And he's, like, not fleshed out at all, and I'm, I'm hoping yeah, that the no. Flash movie is cool because, like, he's fine. I think they're all fine. Yeah. Yeah, I guess uh, I guess they kind of show Cyborg too. You really just see a torso, yeah, like on a board. Oh, he was uh, good. Anyway, yeah, yeah, he's cool. Uh, now, for reference, MCU didn't have a team up film until 2012's The Avengers, and there was five solo films before it. DCEU yeah. was like, "Fuck it, we're going in, dude. Fuck it, we'll do it live." Right? They they wanted <laughs> we'll do it live. They wanted that that cash. They wanted that yeah. big fat pile of smelly stripper money that they got for yeah. just putting out a fucking team-up blockbuster extravaganza right away. Yeah. And they're now, about to uh, learn. I Even though the people that eat up the Marvel movies are stupid and they will watch almost anything, Yeah, they do expect, like, the bare minimum of world-building and plot and character development. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'll also say we'll get into it more with Justice League, so I'm going to be very brief. Even in this film, now it's a totally different, like, leitmotif. Yeah. But they still have a song that plays every fucking time mm. Wonder Woman does anything in this one. It's a yeah. totally different one. Totally different song. Mm-hmm. But it does happen every time she yeah, does anything. Yeah. yeah, no, this one's different. This one's different. But, mm. so yeah, this one was written by Gore, directed by Snyder. Uh, and for some reason, I don't know why Batman hates Superman in this movie. And they just, like, try to kill each other. Yeah. Until they realize that both of their mothers are or were named Martha, and then they just become, like, best friends. Dude, it's... I love... (laughs) And I don't... You know, I didn't rewatch this movie, but... um, And I won't, but... (laughs) I I remember vaguely that, like, someone's asking him, like, Batman or, like, Bruce, like, why are you so afraid of Superman? He's like, even if there's only a 1% chance that he's a threat... We have to treat that as if that's the only possibility. Like we have to make dest- it a one hundred percent chance. Yeah, he could destroy us all, so we have to treat him like he will destroy us all. And it's like yeah. I don't know, man. Superman has seemed like pretty dope so far. Dude, that's and the thing. Is like dude, no, <laughs> none of these characters have any motivations for anything. No. They're just doing it for the sake of doing it. Like, yeah. there's no build up to it. Uh, even if they had made it even, something even stupid, point, like fucking Batman. Like at one point, Batman. Uh, uh, Jeremy Irons, I don't know why he's rolling around in the mud in this film with them, but Jeremy Irons is like, has fight, fighting crime for 20 years not been good good enough? And Batman's just like, you kill one criminal, another one pops up. It's like, what the, oh my god, like, what the fuck, dude? Like, you're just like, oh no, everything I've ever done sucked. Now I need to kill Superman. Dude, like, what? even if they had just, like, explored it being arbitrary, like, that's the thing. They treat it so arbitrarily, but they don't even, like, make that the focus of what they're doing. So yeah. even if they had dived into, like, Batman, like, coming a little unhinged and being jealous or being uh, threatened by there being, a, like, a legitimate metahuman superhero alien on the yeah. scene, that could have been something. But they don't even do that. They don't even make it about, like, Batman feeling threatened or Batman. He's just like, it's freaky that there's an alien here. We got to fucking take him out. Yeah, and this I'm sorry, but that's what enough. every bad guy in every alien movie yeah. says. Like ET, they're just like, we can't have this fucking alien fooling around with this well, kid. Dude, we gotta get him. Bring so the jangly keys, man. We gotta get him. And 
So, so I was talking to Ian about this, who he actually has a podcast that he started a limited run podcast with one of his friends about this entire series. Wow. Uh, it's called Miscarriage of Justice. You should check it out. Okay. But it, I was talking to him about it, and he said, oh, no, Batman, Superman, and Lex Luthor are the exact same characters in this film. They all think that what they're doing is right. Yeah. And the only difference is that two of them are good guys and one's a bad guy just because two of them are good and one's bad. Right. <laughs> and and they don't even really go into, like, the morality of why they're good or bad. Yeah. They totally depend on us just taking Batman yeah. slash Superman's side because we know who they are. Because those are the good guys. And, like, Lex Luthor in these movies is, like... Dude, for all intents and purposes, like may as well just be the hero. But since you know the name and you know he's Lex Luthor, you, you, you kind of just treat him like the bad guy. Yeah, like he also wants to kill Superman. Yeah. So like, but you know what? So do I. I guess. Like, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, but like, and also like, this whole series about... is anti-Superman. And like, and if we could just talk about Jesse Eisenberg's portrayal of fucking Lex Luthor, this is like one of the most baffling, like batshit insane performances I've ever seen. He's just this like skinny, weird, like long haired long haired tweaker who's just like fucking going insane the entire time with all these weird hand gestures and like high pitched ramblings. Like they made him like the fucking Joker, dude. <laughs> well, I think that's honestly what they were trying to do is to just achieve right, but why? like ever since the worst thing that ever fucking happened to superhero movies is Heath Ledger playing the fucking Joker because yeah. all anyone's ever been trying to do not even just in superhero movies but in creating villains in general is like to some to, to some extent trying to replicate like the unhinged chaos Invoke some seance of like Heath Ledger's spirit. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like they're trying to like some like sick Which is invocation. lame because you know what? Like that was a cool portrayal. It was great. But you know what? Like it happened. It's over. And like let's try yeah. some new You know, my favorite Joker and I know that this isn't cool to say but I still fucking like Jack Nicholson. Yeah, a lot of people say that. You know, I, I to me the Joker I love Heath Ledger. I'm not knocking it. You know, I, I think you can like both but I've always liked the Joker being a little more cartoony, you know. Yeah. I, truthfully, my favorite Joker is Batman the Animated Series Joker, voiced by Mark Hamill. He's great. Yeah. He's got, like, uh, the little bang pistol. He's bouncing around. He sounds totally unhinged. The laugh is the best. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I don't know, man. It was really fucking tough to watch any time he was on screen. Yeah. But, well, and he's just doing his Jesse Eisenberg thing. It, it's the same yeah. in every movie where he's just like, you know, actually, so the thing about it is I've discovered that Kryptonite, yeah. you know, we got oh, to do Superman. Yeah, I, oh, I, oh, unfortunately, oh. I unfortunately had, like, it was just, like, on TV. I watched, like, half an hour or an hour of whatever that stupid magician movie he was in. Like, Yeah, I've never seen it. Or something. Oh, my Catch God. Catch Me If You Can? Is that it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or something. No. Uh, now You See Me. What's Catch Me If You Can? That's with um fucking... Uh, Tom Hanks and uh, Leo DiCaprio. Oh, about the plain con man. He's a con the checks, man. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, checks, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, no, this one, and it was like, yeah, it was like he was like doing the Lex Luthor thing again. Just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I fucking hate that guy. Uh, sorry, Jesse. I fucking hate <laughs> I him. I don't know. <laughs> I, he's fine. It's just like, you know what? He's just like a. This isn't even a hot take, but he's just like a, 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 a less cool Michael Sarah. Oh, it's like <laughs> if you want Michael Sarah vibes and you you can't get him to do your project because it sucks, like yeah. But also like, by that same token, if they had made Michael Sarah Lex Luthor, yeah, I feel like somehow that could have been awesome. So, anyway, I hate Jesse Eisenberg. Well, so, yeah, I guess so. 
I like you know what the only movie that I really like Jesse Eisenberg in is Zombieland. Yeah. I feel like this episode is just you trying to talk about something and then me being like, you know what movie I liked? I really liked Indiana (laughs) Jones. You ever see that movie? That's a pretty good movie. (laughs) Yeah. So so anyway, uh, it still almost made a billion dollars at the box office. No fucking way. It was at around $870 although apparently the studio said that they needed to make $800 in order to recoup the cost. Jesus fucking Christ. So, (laughs) after all this, they still only, I guess, like, profited. Whatever. I don't know what kind of weird bullshit. Well, steroids are expensive, and Henry Cavill had to eat 15 chicken breasts a day to stay jacked. Oh, they were probably actively slaughtering cows on set to, like, keep those guys, like, fed. Oh, my God. Unbelievable. Yeah, so the relative failures of really Man of Steel, and also uh, this movie, led for them to really get involved in Suicide Squad. But before that, what happened was, at this point, Warner Brothers was just, you know, they were putting people in charge, you know, just mixing and matching, yeah. uh, you know, whoever, whatever executives could be in charge. And of course, at this point, uh, Disney already owned Marvel, and they had created Marvel Studios. Right. Or Marvel Studios was already a thing. That's what Disney bought. I don't know. But they had a dedicated team. I think that, yeah, because the first couple were not Disney projects. No, no. They were bought after a few of them. I think just before the Avengers or maybe after the Avengers. But but they had Marvel Studios making the films. And so Warner Brothers created DC Films, which is supposed to be their version of it. And what they would do is Warner Brothers had a lot of movie series at the time that were really not doing well and they were sort of baffled so they created a bunch of different like film divisions that would be solely responsible for those films yeah and so in steps fucking suicide squad uh which i'm gonna be completely honest here i hated this movie I hated every second of it. I considered <laughs> it one of the most offensively bad movies I've ever seen. Yeah, dude. Like I, said, I was beside myself for the majority of this film. It was so unbelievably dog shit. Dude, just, I, like, a, a I took con- notes, and the first thing that I wrote is just, this movie sucks. Dude, it is, <laughs> like, I was like, dude, okay, they must have spent like a fucking hundred million dollars on music alone. Yeah, it yeah. was like, Constant fucking stream of songs. Yeah. Including at one point they have fucking sympathy for the devil for like all of eight seconds while these assholes are like just walking to a car for no yeah. reason. For it's... no reason is the song playing. Somebody needs to uh, to get the ox away from uh, from the director here because... And he... I, th- I think this is a Mnuchin thing too because it seems like his other movies, they're just like pumping those fucking songs out like... And they're licensing such expensive songs. They had fucking Bohemian Rhapsody. Well, and here's that's the thing. It probably would have been cheaper to hire someone to compose an original soundtrack than yeah. it was to pay for all the rights to just let some fucking boomer make a mixtape of, like, 20 of the most, like, boring surface-level classic rock songs than just, like, going on Spotify and just being like, ah, Eminem, huh? The kids like him and, like, throwing one of those in there. Yeah, and, like, they had Action Bronson at one point, too. Yeah, which is, it was actually pretty cool. The only thing that I think would have been better is if, because that's when you first see Will Smith, and I, I made yeah. a note of that. It would have been cooler if he was listening to, uh, hit like, old, uh, like, Big Willie style. Or if it was just, like, parents just don't understand. Yeah. Or, like, <laughs> I think I could beat Mike Tyson. <laughs> that's my favorite Fresh Prince song. Yeah. It, but it was just like, like, 
constant. I was stunned by almost every single choice this yeah. film made. No, this movie. And, this movie is fucking insane. Yeah. And it wasn't and now, even like cool bad. It wasn't even like so bad. It's good. Yeah. It, there, it was a vacuum of enjoyment. It completely. Yeah. If I remember correctly, Will Smith, who plays Deadshot, he, like, refused to wear the Deadshot mask for most of the movie. He wanted yeah. his face there. Yeah. So he only puts on, like, two times. Yeah. Uh, there was Jared Leto in it with the... Uh, we don't really need to get into his Joker portrayal. Everybody's seen it. It is just really bad. Yeah, there's there's really nothing to say about it. Um, it, it, it is completely... It, it's like if he was trying to do some, like, version of the main character from Spring Breakers... Like if that mm. was Joker, yeah, he's he's got this like eccentric. I think you can sum it up just by saying that like he's got a grill in the whole time, and yeah. he's he's got the word "damaged" tattooed onto his forehead. <laughs> yeah, um, which is so and he, uh, he kills Common too. He does. So, okay, so I actually made a note of that. That scene <laughs> with Common. So, so they have Common funny. come in, and Common looks like a dude that you would see at a Disturbed concert. Yeah. And at first I didn't even realize it was him. And I'm like, wait, is that fucking Common? So it's Common, who's uh, awesome and a talented actor, and like, it's really upsetting that he was in it. Um, but so Common comes in, and he's talking to Joker about like something, and then he like looks over, and Harley Quinn is like stripping in the middle of like this bar that they're in, yeah. and so he's like, "Man, you're lucky. You've got a really beautiful girl." And Joker's like, "Yeah, the love of my life." <laughs> and he calls her over, and he goes over to Common, and he's like, "She's yours now. You own her." And she like gets on his lap and starts kissing him. And Common's immediately just like, no, I'm not interested. This is your girlfriend. I, I don't want anything to do with this. And the Joker is like, what do you mean? And then Harley Quinn is like, yeah, what do you mean? And Common's like, no, nah, just pretty much I said it. Like, it's pretty clear. Like, she's your girlfriend. I'm this not trying sucks. to. And then the Joker just like kills him. The Joker just shoots him. And, it, and, it, and I don't know what that's supposed to accomplish. It's like, are you mad that they didn't play into your cuck fetish? Are you mad that he, like, said you were lucky for having a girlfriend? But it doesn't really accomplish any of the above. It's just sort of, like, dumb. Yeah, and you just see it, and you're like, uh, all right. All right. Well. Uh, and now also. But you don't even you know, know, like, is it bad to talk about Harley Quinn? He wasn't disrespectful. None of it makes sense. None it's, of it makes sense. And the whole movie's it, like that. It's yeah, just, it's just also, words strung together yeah, in chronological order with no... The, yeah, it just, it just sucks. Yeah, the whole and movie there's blows. A, there's an actor I really like, too. Adewale Akinuoye Akbaje. Yeah. He plays some strange crocodile asshole who speaks like... Like in the way that like if you're watching a 90s family comedy and they would have like a slapstick version of a gangsta, that's like how he talks. Yeah. <laughs> Which includes him doing everything he does in the movie just in order to get 10 years off of his sentence and also BET on his prison <laughs> television. Dude, he has he has one of my favorite lines in the whole movie, which is, like, towards the end when they're all sitting around and they're talking about, like, how we're, like, all fucked up and, like, we're all bad people. And they're like, yeah, like we're all nice on the outside and, and ugly on the inside, except for you, Killer Croc. You're ugly on the outside, too. And he goes, nah, not me, shorty. I'm beautiful. And that's, yeah. like, one of three lines he has in the movie. I just love it. Not it, me, shorty. Like, I'm beautiful. It's it's so bad. Yeah. Now, 
this this piece of dog shit was written and directed by David Ayer. And uh, he would actually go on to win an Oscar for Best Makeup and Hairstyling. For Dude, I was going to say, this movie has the same number of Oscars as Citizen Kane. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it does. It has uh, more it Oscars. Made... It has What's more that? Oscars than so many good movies. Yeah. It, uh, it made around $750 million at the box office, but it absolutely bombed in reviews like BVS uh, that came out in the, earlier in the year, Batman vs. Superman. Supposedly, Ryan Gosling was originally who WB wanted to cast as the Joker, but he turned it down because he didn't want to do multiple movies. Hmm. Now, David Ayer was given a tight schedule to get the entire film made up and had never been tested with such an undertaking, in part due to Batman vs. Superman's somewhat poor performance for the studio, WB got involved in cutting and recutting the film and also engaging multiple editors in the process. Ayer had never worked on a blockbuster before. And apparently it can be difficult to hire experienced filmmakers for these types of movies hmm. because nobody fucking wants to do them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, nobody wants to do a movie like this yeah, sure. on this timeline with, like, this kind of, like, studio involvement. He wrote the screenplay in six weeks and was like, all right, fuck it, let's do it. And uh, there was a source in the, the article I was reading, there's a source who stated uh, once the movie is dated... Uh, moving the release is not an option. You've made huge deals around the world with, like, huge branding partners. They've got all this shit ready. They're gonna brand the fuck out of the movie, sell all this merchandise. They can't, they can't, like, push it back. Yeah. So, season directors tend to also be expensive, obviously. That's another reason that's a lot of times these, uh, very green directors who are brought in for a movie like this. So, apparently, Warner executives were already, like, freaking out before the movie even started. And once they got the response, saw the response to Batman versus Superman, they just, like, went postal. And they decided that, like, oh, fuck it, dude, this gritty shit's not working, this dark shit's not working. We're gonna go for a fun, edgy tone. Uh, similar to the Marvel movies, but even edgier. Yeah. But fun. And apparently they had gotten a third party to create a teaser trailer that David Ayer was not involved in. And they made a trailer like this. And so, while Ayer continued working on his original vision... That third party was brought in to help create a concurrent cut of the film. Where they're like, all right, we're going to make our own cut. While this dude's still working on his. Yeah. And they were pulling in, like, multiple uncredited editors throughout this process. Just, like, mixing and matching people. Like, seeing if anybody could get anything to come out of this movie. So, finally, Ayer finished his dark, gritty version. And the studio had this, like, light version of it. Like, this much lighter tone like, edgy, that kind of stuff, and they just focus-grouped the ever-loving fuck out of this. Apparently, like, Ayer had, like, not really a mental break, but kind of, like, freaked out at one point and, like, left and then fired his agents and then one day later rehired his agents. Mm. And they were just focus-grouping both these movies. And finally, they got to a point where, like, fuck it, let's just mix both versions. Yeah, I remember when this came out, that was, like, the thing, because they released the trailer and it was, like, bubblegum. And then... Everyone was like, wait, but isn't this movie supposed to be, like... Dark? Completely intense? And yeah. so, yeah, I remember they, like, spliced them together. Yeah. And uh, they needed to make 750 to $800 million to break even, and they just got to 750 Ugh, dude. I can't even imagine that they made that much, which is unbelievable. Um, yeah. I so mean, I, I, but before... like, like Batman versus Superman, they both had, like, 
insanely good weekends for the first weekend right and then immediately just drop off. well yeah because of course everybody like immediately realized like oh these are oh, terrible damn, dog shit. <laughs> and started telling their friends like yo don't see that it was bad um i have a couple of notes before we move on so yeah just some things that i wrote down um I think Will Smith is a terrible bad guy. I like Will Smith, and this is, like, one of the few roles that I've not liked Will Smith in. But um, I thought it was so funny. There's, like, a scene where he's, like, about to commit, like, an assassination. And he's just got, like, Venmo open. And he's just like, I'm not seeing any money. And the guy's like, I'm not going to give you the money. He's like, well, then I'm not going to kill the guy. And the guy's like, oh, okay, I'll give you the money. And then just immediately, like, like, a million dollars shows up. And then Will Smith is like, actually, you're going to need to double it now. And the guy's like, oh, Will Smith. Ah." And then he's just like, well, he's getting away. And so then the the $2 million pops up. I thought that was just fucking great. Um, There's another. So there's a character in this movie who's, like, the just the most hateable guy and he's supposed to be like the hero and it's it's colonel oh, rick, rick flag. flag yeah who is if you were wondering who colonel rick flag was he's just like some navy seal who's like in charge of everything despite having no powers he's not even the best at shooting stuff like will smith is good at that so yeah he's, he's just, just there. like and he's the a dick the at, whole time yeah and he's just speaking with a saucy like southern accent yeah. too He's just a piece of shit. Um, there was one scene in the whole movie that I thought was legitimately cool. Only one scene in the whole fucking movie that I was like, wow, that was like kind of beautiful. And it's the first time that you see um, Enchantress take over the body of whatever, June Moon. And they yeah. show her, like, put her hand on the desk. And then from underneath her hand, Enchantress's fingers come up and, like, intertwine with hers, flip over. And when they zoom back out, it's Enchantress. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, I thought um, that was cool, too. And then the only other things, what did I write down? Oh, I said, this is like Hot Topic distilled into a film, uh, yeah. which is true. Um, oh, yeah. And so the the last point that I'll make, and what's really upsetting about this movie is that they keep introducing new characters with, like, no backstory right up until, like, 40 minutes into the film. And yeah. I'm not kidding. Right as they're – so they've gone through, like, backstory for all the major characters – and then, like, right as they're, like, about to go on their mission, like, they've wrangled everyone together, they've explained, like, where everyone comes from, where they're getting everyone from, why everyone's part of the team, what their powers are. They're about to leave. And then a van rolls up, and a dude gets out, and someone goes, oh, yeah, and here's Slipknot, the man who can climb anything. Oh, God, And then yeah. he just punches a lady and is like, yeah, she had a big mouth. And everyone's like, ha, 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 ha. And then five minutes later, he dies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Um, there's also a character in this movie called Captain Boomerang. Yeah. Who's just the, a guy the Australian who boomerangs. Dude. And, like isn't even funny or sassy. He's, like, Australian. He sucks, dude. He sucks so bad. And he's just got boomerangs. Um, yep. Also, and I'm gonna, this is a huge spoiler for this movie, but the final, there's like... No spo- no, there's no fucking spoilers for you this. You just shouldn't Nobody's see it. Nobody's like, but... <laughs> I don't want Suicide Squad spoiled. Oh, the only man. spoiler is that it's fucking dog shit and don't waste your time. That's true. Okay, fair enough. So there's, like, this moment, right, where Harley Quinn, the, 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 the evil sorceress who's, like, the bad guy of the movie is like, join me, and you can actually rule the world, which, you know, every bad guy says at some point when they're about to get beaten. And so Harley Quinn, you're like, oh, my God, is she going to take her up on it? Because she's like, maybe it's the right thing to do to join her. The world is mean to us anyway. And she goes up to her, and she's like, you know, lady, I'm liking what you're selling. There's just one problem. And you can see her, like, reaching for, like, a samurai sword. And the like, woman's so like, so huh? obviously, too. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, there's just one problem. 
you messed with my friends. And then she like stabs her in the heart. And oh man, it was, it was a really like, dude, good wh- way to end a movie. I think wh- when I was watching it, I was like, Oh, she's going to immediately be obviously caught going for that samurai sword that she's obviously going for right in front of her. I thought there was, she was going to like step on the sword or something. Yeah. Nope, she's, Grabs it and then stabs her. It's like, oh, that's actually how it happens. And the way that they beat this enchantress was so lame because they established pretty early on that she's, like, all-powerful when, like, as a demonstration of her abilities, in the span of, like, half a second, she vanishes out of existence and reappears in, like, you know, the chief uh, army chiefs of staff office with, like, a pamphlet of plans from Tehran, which she, like, phased in oh, and yeah. out of time and just grabbed in, like, a second. Yeah, and it was, so like, no, what, okay, like, but it was, like, fucking, like, nuclear bombs that Iran has. Yeah. And it was, like, of course it's going to be yeah. Iran with nuclear bombs. <laughs> of course. But so I just think they it's got to get that, do that propaganda like, in real the, quick. The quirky clown lady who has, like, a gun and a baseball bat can just, like, fumble around for a sword and just, like, stab her to death, and then that's just it, you know? It was it was really, really shitty. Yeah. It's a bad yeah, movie. Oh, yeah, and also, like, these, like, super strong minions that they're fighting that are, like, fucking up Rick Flag and stuff, and then just, like, the woman skipping around with a bat is just, like, beating the fuck out of them. She has no superpowers. Yeah. She's they, literally just she, skipping around with a baseball bat. And she's not even supposed to be, like, a good fighter or anything. She's just got, yeah. like, a, a mallet and, like, short shorts. Yeah. And, I mean, I get it. Like, I like Margot Robbie. Yeah. And in in some alternate universe, she's, like, the best part of this movie. Like, she has the potential to be. Harley I mean, Quinn's supposedly cool Birds of Prey is good. Yeah. There's a sequel that's supposedly fine, pretty it's good. It's supposed to be fine. Um, so, I don't know. I, but... This movie was just so, 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 so bad. Just yeah. so bad. Anyway, sorry. Those were just, I just had a couple little things since you made yeah, me no. watch it that yeah. I really, really wanted to get off my chest. I made myself watch it too, man. I, I understand your pain. Well, yeah. So, so after that fucking horrific movie uh, was Wonder Woman, which I've actually, I, I tried to watch, but I fell asleep after like 20 minutes. Um, but this seems to be one of these only early ones that didn't suffer some sort of fraught production. Mm-hmm. Uh, the reviews are excellent, as over 90% of Rotten Tomatoes. It would go on to make $800 million at the box office. It would actually beat the MCU in getting out the first female-fronted superhero blockbuster. Mm-hmm. Captain Marvel came out two years later, 2019. And uh, it was directed by Patty Jenkins, so I just want to say, I guess, good job for not making a dog shit movie. The second one was supposed it. to be good, too. Oh, no, I heard it was fucking horrific. Really? Yeah. Oh. I mean, I from what I gathered, uh, it, it was apparently just, like, teasing into your brain and draining the fluid in order to replace it with, like, pure Mad Dog 2020. Oh, fuck like, yeah, Orange Jubilee. Yeah. So, like, I definitely want to watch it, but it's it's I've heard nothing but horrific things about that one. Oh, okay. Well... Which includes uh, Pedro Pascal playing a Hispanic version of Donald Trump, apparently. Huh. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I still have to watch that one, but there's nothing really that funny in the production, so we'll skip right by that and go on to Justice League. All right, bud? (laughs) (laughs) I, I actually watched this whole movie. Yeah, I haven't watched the original cut of it. Me neither. Uh, But I did watch the Zack Snyder cut. Yes. Uh, 
So now this was the massive team-up film akin to MCU's The Avengers, and it was finally released in 2017, uh, being directed by Zack Snyder and written by Chris Terrio. Uh, Chris also co-wrote Batman vs. Superman. That is, until Joss Whedon would step in to finish the film, including rewriting the script and overseeing reshoots. Which he had to do because Zack Snyder's daughter died. Well, I'll actually get into that. Oh, okay. Uh, so he was. F- uh, so Justice League was finally released in 2017. It was a total bomb. Uh, it grossed less than every other previous DCEU film, including Man of Steel, which made about 10 million more. So this big one, the most expensive one, made mm-hmm. less than the rest of them. Uh, it was panned critically. Uh, it fared a bit better than Batman vs. Superman and Suicide Squad, but it was worse than Man of Steel and Wonder Woman. Now, Joss Whedon was heavily involved in the MCU. He oversaw the first two Avengers films, but apparently he left after the second due to fairly uh, in-the-public creative battles with the studio. They left on really bad terms, and I guess it was really out in the open. Now, both of those movies were commercial successes, as well as critically, and so both he and Warner Brothers were happy to bring him into the fold. He was in, he initially came into the project while Snyder was still working on it, and he began like kind of overseeing it along with the studio while Snyder was working on it. But, of course, Snyder had that uh, tragic death of his daughter, and he just left it completely. And at this point, Whedon took complete control. And he was like, fuck this, I'm doing my own thing. And so the producer, uh, Charles Roven, said that Whedon had reshot only 15 to 20% of the movie. But rumors persisted that it was actually far more than that. And you can actually sort of confirm it because of the fact that during reshoots, Henry Cavill was filming Mission Impossible 6, in which his character had to have a mustache, and he refused to shave it. So they have to digitally remove his mustache during all of the reshot scenes. And it's <laughs> definitely more than 20%, and it looks so fucking stupid. Yeah. Like, you gotta look... You can like see he, it, yeah. I've... Yeah. Like, and it's way more than 20%. And so everybody's like, dude, they, like, redid the movie completely. Yeah. Uh, the result was... It was terribly obvious, and, you know... It was just a completely changed story. Also, the studio at this point wanted the movie to be under two hours, which I watched that four-hour one. I don't even understand how you can make that movie under two hours. With all of the set that they have to do, they introduce Aquaman, they introduce yeah. The Flash, they introduce Cyborg. Like, they have right. new backstories Because none of these characters. characters have a previous movie. There's no reason for them to all be together, so they have to cram that. This movie had to be four hours long just to justify yeah. its own existence. Yeah, because, I mean, if they had done a Cyborg film and an Aquaman film and a Flash film, then it wouldn't need to be that long. But it had to be because they basically had to cram those origin stories, which were each, like, 45 minutes, Mm. into this fucking movie. And so they wanted it to be under two hours, and Whedon had to stitch together a narrative while cutting, like, well over an hour of Snyder's original footage, as it turned out, over two hours. Uh, Now... Uh, this side note that I found was funny. One of the the source that I was reading about this was from like late 2017, and at this point, it already said that there was speculation that there was a fully done Snyder cut that was way different than this. <laughs> like already in like late 2017, people yeah. were like, "We're pretty positive that there's a full version of this movie somewhere with just like Zack Snyder's stuff." Yeah. Now, for instance, and uh, in the Whedon version, Willem Dafoe's character Volko and Kiersey Clemens' character Iris West were completely cut. They weren't even there. Sweet. Who was Iris West again? 
Uh, that was the um the hot dog girl. The hot dog girl. The girl that was in the car crash and the flash. Oh yeah 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 yeah, that was a cool so, scene. I thought the hot dog thing was a little weird, but yeah, it was super weird. I'm watching. It, I was like, "Is he taking a fucking hot dog in the middle of this?" Also, like it, like yeah, he was like super creepy to that girl. During I thought that like, every just, scene like, with the flash was back. cool, though. Yeah, he was. He was. He was pretty funny. He, yeah, it was a decent character. The problem is that so they clearly had him in there to be like the comic relief, but there's not like a joke in the movie until like two hours in, and by yeah. then I was just like, I'm not gonna laugh at fucking anything. Nice yeah. try, but like. You're not getting a laugh out of me, so let's just keep this shit rolling. Like I'm yeah. not, <laughs> sorry, yeah, the hot dog. I get it. I get yeah. it. We're let's keep it moving. You yeah. know? Uh so apparently Whedon's cut was so lighthearted that the studio was like, Ooh, this is too much. Yeah. This is too much like the Avengers. And so they stepped in and once again smoothed it over and combined Snyder's gritty vision with Whedon's lighthearted vision to mm-hmm. just create like this bizarre gradient. That really just appealed to no one and left audiences confused. Pretty much like what they did with Suicide Squad. Yeah. So while Whedon believed he would have total control over the film, he was left constantly being undermined by the Warner Brothers executives. Uh, as you know, the movie had to introduce Cyborg without his own film, as well as The Flash, Aquaman. And you have to wonder if all of these issues could have been avoided had Warner Brothers just been willing to take a little bit longer to get to this movie. You know, by just having their own films, mm-hmm. these people. Uh, and then again, fans after seeing the movie began demanding that Zack Snyder's Justice League be released. And as it happened, he already had it partially ready to go in case they acquiesced. Like, this dude, apparently, he does this with, like, every movie. Yeah. He has his own director's cut already made. <laughs> like, like done. Like, uh, almost yeah. completely done. Like, apparently, Zack Snyder's Justice League was almost completely done by the time the studio was like, all right, fine, you can make it. He was like, I only need to do a couple more things. Yeah. That's why it it's came done. out. Like, that's why it came out in a year. Like, yeah. Um, so, yeah, by November 2017, fans began an online campaign asking for Warner Brothers to release Zack Snyder's cut of Justice League. This included a website dedicated to tracking the campaign being launched, and, again, all of this on a hunch that a cut of this film even existed, which, again, you know, wasn't exactly an incorrect notion. He does this all the time. Fans began rallying outside of WB's offices to get the cut release, but the studio continued to deny its existence. By 2019, the fans are crowdfunding billboards and sky banners at Comic-Con in San Diego. And Zack Snyder and Jason Momoa, who plays Aquaman, uh, they also stoked the flames of the fans by promoting the hashtag, hashtag release the Snyder Cut, with Momoa claiming he had seen it. Two years to the day after the release of Justice League, Gal Gadot, Ben Affleck and Ray Fisher, Ray Fisher being Cyborg, uh, they all took to social media demanding that WB release the Snyder Cut. So at this point, finally, Warner Brothers, they reach out to Snyder and says, would he be willing to do something? And Snyder's like, I got the puppy ready to go, man. Yeah. <laughs> Cocked, locked, and ready to rock, boys. Yeah. So, so finally, I didn't realize it was this recently. In February 2020, Warner Brothers agreed to let Snyder finish his director's cut. And the two parties announced in May of 2020 that the cut would be finished and released on HBO Max and would have a runtime of four hours. In July of 2020, actor Ray Fisher, again Cyborg, would accuse Whedon of gross, abusive, unprofessional, and completely unacceptable onset behavior. Oh, God. And he claimed that WB execs Jeff Johns and John Berg were enabling of this behavior. 
These accusations, obviously, he's been in the news a lot. Uh, they've been echoed with new accusations uh, or accused instances of workplace misconduct and abuse. What so did they he, say he did? Uh, I actually, I really don't know. I know that he's had some accusations oh. recently. But, it, yeah, it seems like he's he's on the out. Damn. So, throughout 2020... Joss Whedon, huh? Yeah, yeah, apparently he's a real piece of shit. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. I like Firefly, and that's all I have to say that I, is positive about Joss Whedon. Yeah, exactly. Same, yeah. <laughs> so, throughout 2020, Snyder mainly just had to complete new visual effects of scenes he had already shot. He didn't really need to do, like, any reshoots. Uh, he did reassemble the cast to shoot a new scene, which is that fucking epilogue one with the Joker. Dude, oh my god, I don't that know. Was we can talk yeah. about that epilogue in a minute, but yeah. after yeah, sitting yeah, through can... that whole movie, realizing that I had to watch just like a bunch of fucking hodgepodge cobbled together. 40 like, minutes of epilogue. We couldn't figure out where to put these in the movie, so here you go. This is a bunch yeah. of scenes. Martian Manhunter. Like, why couldn't he yeah. just be in the fucking movie? So... So apparently, the total cost of these new effects and the new scene was around seventy million. Jesus Christ! And so finally, last week, the Snyder Cut was released, and people fucking love it. I personally thought it was told dog. Dude, shit. I hated this fucking. I movie. can't even imagine how bad the original cut was. Dude, this fucking thing was two hundred forty minutes well, long. Here's the thing. That's longer than the Irishman. That's longer than the Irishman. And I fucking love the Irishman. I've sat through that movie like five times, but that's because the fucking Irishman. Here's the this thing. Justice here's League. the thing. Getting me to sit down for a four-hour movie is is not a thing, really. And yeah, I, I had it. to do it in I did three. It. I had to do it in three sittings. I did it in two sittings. We watched about two and a half hours, and I watched we watched the last hour and a half. And yeah. um, here's the thing. <laughs> this movie was actually only just okay. Yeah. Part of why I think this movie is so terrible is because if you need four hours... To give me something that's just okay, it sucks. That's that's upsetting. Yeah, he, right. If you if you need four hours to convey like a just okay movie, don't make the fucking movie, dude. Okay, so like my biggest gripes were, I mean, the CGI was among the worst CGI I've ever seen. It's like as bad as like the TV shows Lost CGI. <laughs> from, yeah, like, it's, well, it's certainly not uh, on par with. At one I mean, point, Marvel, for example, they had the fucking one there at the Amazon's Island with that stupid building that goes into the water. Yeah, they had the field they were on, which is grass and rocks, be CGI. Mm -hmm. There's fucking free grass and rocks everywhere on Earth. Yeah, everywhere on Earth, you could film that. You want to film grass? Free... I got grass and rocks right here. You fucking, and they CGI. Like, what the fuck are you doing, man? Why yeah. is that? And then the part where, like, all of the people are fighting Darkseid in the past, and you have Zeus, who has, like, CGI abs. And also, was, I have like, seen pictures Zeus of the actor. Like, he yeah. has abs normally. Why did you give him more abs CGI? Yeah. What the f Like... <laughs> yeah, one thing... Okay, I did think that the redesign of Steppenwolf was pretty cool. Yeah. I liked the, like, living armor thing. That was kind of neat. I had no um, idea that was Kiaran Hines until, like, I don't even know, like an hour and a half into it. Yeah, I think Kieran Hines was wasted on the role for sure. Um, <laughs> but like, he's great. I mean, he's Julius Caesar forever in my yeah. mind. Um, but yeah, I, he's Mance Raider as well. Yeah, he was Mance Raider. Um, yeah. 
dude, Kristen and I just she just we just saw the end of season four together the other day. Yeah. Oh. And she's never seen it. Um, so, dude, the did. scene in uh, the mountain and the viper. Yeah. Oh, jeepers right. creepers! And I said to her, I was like, just so you know, uh, this was probably shitty of me to say. I was like, this whole show, I know up until this point, this show has been just ramping up, ramping up, ramping up, ramping up. I want you to understand that you are now at the top of the roller coaster. Buckle up. Yeah. Because you're about to go all the way back down, baby. Yeah. And, uh, oof, well, you, they had already been at the top of the roller coaster, then it went back down. Then it went back up. Yeah, what, season three down. you don't like? Well, no, no, no. What I'm, oh, oh, you mean how good it was. I just yeah. meant, like, the plot. Like, no, 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 no. I meant how yeah. good it was. Yeah, season three was good. Yeah, I was going to say. Season, season four was, like, the best it is. Yeah. And then season five is, like, the worst it is. Yeah, season six and seven are, like, all right. Season yeah, eight. Yeah, but five is, like, psychotically bad. Like, yeah. the Dorn storyline. Yeah. It's, where it's, it's just, like, what the fuck? And the Winterfell one. Like, the Winterfell storyline in book five is, like, the coolest part of the entire series. Yeah. And they just made it terrible. Yeah, I, I haven't read that far. Game of Thrones sucks. Anyway. Um, yeah. That's just my opinion. Yeah. Um, I didn't mean to distract, so... The CGI abs, the CGI yeah. all over the movie, it's obnoxious. It's silly. And I'm glad that there's none of the mustache in this. I think yeah. they just used original shots original of, cuts, of Henry. Yeah. Unmustache. Um, it's overall just a disappointing product, I think. I think waiting, um, I mean, in most of it, I sort of called, like, I was sitting there, we were starting the movie, and I looked at Kristen, and I was like, how much do you want to bet we don't see Superman for three hours? And then one yeah. thing that I really hated was this, they had to, like, so they've got all these superheroes, and they've assembled, right? And they're doing all this fighting, whatever, and they're like, how do we show the viewer that Superman is stronger than all the other Justice League guys? Well, how about when he wakes up if, he's, if he forgets who he is so he fights them all? And just fucks them all up. Yeah, and so they just have him fight them all at once and, like, win. And it's like, okay, now we can understand that Superman is is very strong because he beat all the other heroes combined. All right. And it's just, so, like, that wouldn't – it's just stupid. There's all these, like, weird little yeah. unnecessary plot moments that exist only to propel a story that shouldn't exist because we're not there yet. Also, you know? I, don't, I don't know if you realize this, but uh, there's some – like a tomb or an epitaph for Superman. Yeah. Where on it it says, if, if you, you seek it, his monument, look around you. Yeah. Which is literally like the Latin Si Monumentum Requiris Crocumspica, which is in St. Paul's Cathedral. Hmm. <laughs> like, just in case you didn't realize that Zack Snyder thinks he's a god. Right. <laughs> like, thinks that Superman's a god. They just, like, keep having to hammer that home. Yeah. Also, I really like that the Martian Manhunter, uh, Apparently, so, you know, he is the same actor who plays, like, Secretary of Defense or whatever and Man of Steel mm -hmm. and Batman versus Superman. Yeah. Apparently, it was a fan theory that that was the entire time the Martian Manhunter, but it mm. wasn't actually in it. And Zack Snyder went, that's pretty cool. I'm going to retcon that. And so he made the Martian Manhunter. Yeah. And Justice League be the guy who was, like, the Secretary of Defense in the old movies. So I'm, I'm actually really sad that the, that Martian Manhunter wasn't in this movie. And I remember you, because you, you didn't know who Martian Manhunter was, and you were like, that's yeah. a dumb name. And I was like, yeah, 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 it is, but he's OG. Like, Martian yeah. Manhunter Oh, you can tell. Is, a name like that comes from the 50s and the yeah, 40s. Yeah, right. So Martian Manhunter is, like, an awesome character. John Jones is his, like, yeah. name. Um, and I wish he was in it, and I'm sad that Green Lantern wasn't in it. 
I think a little Ryan Reynolds would have been a welcome addition yeah. uh, to this movie. I yeah, think Ryan Reynolds should still be Green Lantern. Like, I know he's Deadpool now and whatever. The hot topic potential is just too big with that guy. You could have him be Green Lantern, too. Yeah. Just like Captain America was also the Human Torch. A lot of yeah. people forget that. Yeah, there there was a little uh, there was a little uh, Green Lantern at the beginning. Not that same Green Lantern. Yeah, but there was, there was a Green, Green Lantern. Lantern. But. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you know. Uh, Chris Evans played one of those douchebags from Fantastic Four before he was Captain America. That's what I just said. He was the Human Torch. Oh, okay. Oh, Captain America was the it. Human Torch. Yep. Hot yep. take, um, dude. Well, I mean, Ben Affleck was also Daredevil. Yeah, I know. <laughs> ben Affleck was Daredevil. And like, way back when. I love that movie. I love the. I love Colin Dog Farrell as movie, Bullseye. Dude. Oh, I know it's so bad. But I. I will always remember that scene where like some guy at a bar is like starting a fight with him, and he like unrolls the paper clips and then like shoots them into the guy's windpipe. That was pretty badass. I haven't seen it since I was a kid. I think at the end of the day, we just need to agree that the greatest comic book movie of all time. Yeah. The greatest comic book trilogy of all time. Uh, is okay. Blade, starring Wesley Snipes. Oh, yeah, and, for sure. And they don't need to keep making them. I mean, I'm pretty uh, stoked for Mahershala Ali to play Blade. Yeah, that's going to be one. awesome. He's yeah. great. He's so cool. <laughs> yeah. If they wanted him to be Black Superman, that'd be fine. You know who yeah. would actually be, who should be Black Superman is, uh, um, I forget his name, but Denzel Washington's son, who was in the movie Tenet, which he's like one of the only good parts of that movie because... You know, he's a good actor. Denzel's a good actor. He obviously yeah. inherited the chops, but uh, he should be Superman. That'd be really cool. Yeah. I'm well, also excited for Dwayne The Rock Johnson to play Black Adam. Oh, yeah, that's right. And yeah. Pierce Brosnan is going to play, uh, uh, I forget, like Dr. Infinity or whatever. There's some, like, other yeah. superhero that he's going to play. Anyway. Yeah, they're, they're starting, to, starting to pump out some of these DCEU films. I think no, that's cool. They're supposed to be better after this. After after that first Justice League, they're supposed to get better. I haven't seen Aquaman. Um, yeah, it was Jason pretty Momoa cool. Momoa is inherently likable, so I'm sure it's watchable. Yeah. I think he's fine. And, and you know what? I saw, like, the first three quarters of Aquaman, and it wasn't, like, it's not groundbreaking. It's not, like, I mean, an amazing movie. Are. But, yeah, none of them are. No. Um, even, like, I mean, everybody talks about the Marvel movies. They're all stupid. Yeah. You know what I mean? People that, like get their rocks off to marvel are like brain dead they're dumb <laughs> movies i'm sorry they're dumb movies. they're all dumb yeah. and even the ones that are good like the fact that black panther won a fucking oscar is outrageous i mean the yeah, oscars are not trash. that good a movie it's no it's, it's a good movie it's fine it's a fun I mean, movie it's... i like chadwick boseman he's the yeah, best part of it cool. like he's he's a great actor um but yeah it was just an okay movie and and they're all just okay. The best of them yeah. are just okay. And so the fact My, that you have DC sinking to such lows. Yeah. Right? And everyone's and all it does is make people look at Marvel and be like, wow, these movies yeah. are so good. And it's like, no, man, those movies are pretty stupid. Yeah. DC's just making like horrendously bad films. I mean, but dude, like, even like it's just like the way people think about these Marvel movies, like Martin Scorsese just comes out and he's like, Oh, that's like not cinema. Like you know, what I mean, like he's like, I'm so sick of these movies. These aren't these aren't good, and people like fucking hate him for saying that. Like, yeah. he constantly gets like so much bullshit just for being like, no, this fucking shit sucks. I make movies that are about guys committing crimes because committing crimes is cool and good. Yeah, and it's cool to do crimes, 
and look cool while doing crimes. I think that the people that think that Marvel movies are like the pinnacle of cinema are the same people that will argue until they're blue in the face that Kanye West is a musical genius just because he like admitted that he was mentally ill and just puts (laughs) out whatever the fuck he wants, right? Like that's kind of punk rock. Like Kanye is definitely like I think, you know, indicative of sort of like uh, a new like avant-garde aesthetic when it comes to hip-hop music and whatever and there's a lot of cool things that he did but like he's no genius most of his music sucks and marvel movies are the same way like they're fun they're candy for your ears most of them suck yeah and they're they're fun when they don't take themselves seriously that's why everybody loves thor ragnarok thor ragnarok is great because it's it's wicked funny and taika watiti is funny i like it yeah yeah yeah, it, I, I would say of the movies that I've seen in that series, it's by far my favorite. Yeah. S- specifically because Taika Waititi's fingers are in it. And yeah. he's, he's brilliant. Ghost. Yeah. He's made some of my favorite <laughs> movies of all time. Um, and I think we need more of that. Because you know what? They're comic book movies. You They're know? popcorn cinema. Don't, There's don't, nothing wrong with that. I like cinema. popcorn cinema. Of course. I, lo- I love popcorn cinema. I, I have no problem watching bad movies yeah. for the sake of watching them because I like movies. I'm super stoked, for example. There's a couple movies coming out I'm super stoked for. I'm super stoked for King Kong vs. Godzilla. Dude, I'm so pumped for that. And it's going to be awesome. And that might be our next movie episode because I know you and I are both excited for that. Yeah. I'm also super excited for the Mortal Kombat movie. And there's yeah. no way that's going to be, like, good, but it's yeah. it looks great. I mean, I think I think when, uh, when we watch Kong vs. Godzilla, we should do it, like, share screen so we can like hang out while we watch it sure yeah well just so you know i always like to watch movies naked that's a new thing with me okay well i can you can turn your camera off so Mm, no can do bud okay well i'm just just... saying i you know if you want to really experience it with me i'm going to need you to open your mind a little bit and be willing to See like, all of my nuances no, and no. my subtle curves. That's enough, man. All of the all of the contours of my body. All right. Well, anyway, uh, so that <laughs> that's that's our take on the DCEU. Yeah, it's bad, and you should feel bad if you like it. That's yeah, my take. It just and yet, yeah, just don't watch Suicide. Superhero movies suck, but I am gonna watch all of the Marvel movies, yeah. and I'm sure I'll have some. Oh, yeah, I'll I'll keep watching that shit. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. There. Uh, there's a lot to talk about. Well, yeah. all right. Well, that right, was man. great. And thank you guys for uh, entertaining our departure from our usual um, uh, tomfoolery. Um, yeah. We'll Very be back next episode. week with, uh, with uh, the conclusion of the story of Tiberius, which uh, you should listen to if you haven't because it yeah. was pretty fun and we liked it. And pretty this was fun. Yeah. It's pretty good, man. <laughs> um, all right, cool. Well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I guess I will add that you can follow us on Twitter. Um, yep. We'll have the names and the ats and the whatevers up in the description. Um, yep. And, yeah, thanks for listening. We're, we're also both on Letterboxd if you want to hear us oh, yeah. or read us write more about stupid shit. That's so actually we'll true. Throw that, we'll throw that in the line. Yeah, I guess too. we should probably throw that in there, too, because I've been Just, getting into that. Yeah, yeah, I, lo- I love Letterboxd. You got me into Letterboxd. I think that's, like, the coolest social media right now. Me too. I agree. Just because, like, a lot of times I forget which movies I've watched. Yeah. Or, like, what I thought about them. So, I like, logging that and then, like, keeping your watch list and all that. Well, that's the thing. I wish that I had. Uh, oh, I don't think I've logged Suicide Squad yet, actually, because oh, I just watched I that did. last night and then I just, like, fell asleep sad. Oh, I, I, like, I literally I, like, had weird dreams. I rage logged it afterwards. Ugh. Like, I was like, I need to. Oh, my God. So bad. <laughs> yeah. So bad. All right, man. Uh, is that it for you? That's it for me, man. All right. Well. 
As always, thanks for listening to Left Unread, and we will catch you guys next week. Peace.